Welcome to this episode of the Sound of the State podcast from the Illinois Senate Democratic Caucus. In Springfield, I'm Colby Huff, joined on Zoom today by State Senator Michael Hastings. Senator Hastings, welcome back to the podcast. We're talking today about an effort that passed during the spring session that's going to bring much-needed relief to Illinois families, particularly over the next few weeks as we do back-to-school shopping and as we get back into the school year. Senate Bill 157 is our subject today, so let's talk with the upcoming sales tax holiday that the bill created. Why is this important to working families in particular here in Illinois. Well, Colby, thanks for having me again. You know, I go around the south suburbs in the state of Illinois and we talk to families and we know that some families are struggling financially, whether it's coming off of COVID or whatever other reason. And so in Springfield, with bipartisan support, we passed what I consider to be one of the best financial relief plans that we did this session. And it does a lot of great things and to include a sales tax holiday. And I want to talk just a little bit more about that and some of the benefits we provide to families and to teachers, for that matter, across the state. Senate Bill 157, I know as a father of two kids, the cost of just living in general is expensive, whether that's grocery shopping, whether that's getting a tank of gas whether that's going and getting school supplies. And that's shared by families across the state and the South suburbs. Senate Bill 157 does a lot of great things. From August 5th to August 14th, we're going to have a sales tax holiday, a state sales tax holiday. So if you're to go ahead and buy clothes and school supplies, that's the time to do it. And this hasn't happened in the state of Illinois in quite a while. The qualifying clothing and footwear is going to have $125 or less price tag on it. So if you're spending $125 or more on a pair of shoes, that sales tax holiday doesn't apply. But anything less than $125 will have no state sales tax during that time. And school supplies are not subject to that at all as well. So it's important that we shop local. It's important that we support our local economies. And it's important now more than ever because a lot of our businesses are still coming off that COVID pandemic. Our teachers, our instructors, our counselors, principals, aides, whatever it is at public or private schools, we're going to go ahead and issue them a tax credit up to $500. It was previously $250. I speak with teachers across the South suburbs. I hear how they have to take money out of their own back pocket to buy school supplies. I find that just to be absurd, number one, but the state has to help. And so this bill, Senate Bill 157, provides teachers with a tax credit to help offset those costs for instructional materials. It's an unbelievable thing, in addition to the sales tax holiday, to help teachers across the state of Illinois. That'll be a big help over the next few weeks for Illinois families and educators as well. Let's move on into some of the tax aspects of Senate Bill 157. Talk to us about the tax refund that's going to be coming to an overwhelming majority of Illinoisans later this fall. Especially in the south suburbs, property taxes are probably one of the top issues of concern for residents property taxes very rarely go down. About 80% of the property taxes come from our schools, our colleges, local municipalities. And so there has to be some relief. The cost of living is going up, whether people like it or not. And so we have to have some property tax relief. So property owners who make up to $250,000 individually and $500,000 jointly are eligible for a property tax credit. How it works is that it's going to be a refund, actual hard check that goes back to consumers. It's either going to be 5% of the property taxes paid or $300, whatever is less. So if your property tax bill is $30,000, 5% of that is quite a substantial amount of money. The maximum refund check you can get back from that is $300. Also, you'll get $100 credit for up to three dependents. So if you have three kids and you're married and you have a property tax bill, you can get up to $600 back in a refund check. That'll help out a lot of middle-class, hardworking families in the state of Illinois. 
Now, if you're a lower income family, we increased the earned income tax credit to 20% from 18%. That may not seem like a lot of money to people who don't know what the program is, but if you're a recipient of the earned income tax credit, 20% is a substantial amount of money. There's no doubt in my mind, because I have to fill up my tank of gas, that the gas prices are extremely high, and that's due to a lot of different things that are going on in the world and nationally. We suspended the state gas tax for six months to help with rising prices at the pump. This is going to save consumers across the state of Illinois $70 million. Now, when I go to the grocery store, I'll just tell you that I know how much groceries cost for two hungry little kids. I have a six-year-old and a two-year-old, and it doesn't seem to me like they stop eating. But when I go grocery shopping, if you can get a break on your grocery bill, that helps everybody regardless of where you're from in the state. We suspended our state's grocery tax for one year. That'll save consumers across the state of Illinois $400 million. There's a lot of relief to Illinois consumers that we're doing. They deserve it. It's necessary. Our financial position in the state, we've been responsibly balancing our budgets. We've been putting money away for rainy day funds. We've been paying our pension payments and we've been actually making additional payments. So we had a surplus of money and it's the taxpayer's money. And the right thing to do is to give it back to them. These are certainly significant steps with a wide-reaching impact. What's some of the feedback you've heard so far from your constituents in the South Suburbs? My constituents say, just do something. Nothing is not an option. Something is better than nothing. And when I explain to them the refund check that they can get, I live down the block from a family who I know will receive a $300 refund for their property tax bill, and I know they have three kids. I told one of the ladies down the block, I said, you're going to get a $600 check back coming here next month or early September. She's like, are you for real? Yeah, that's for real. I also told her, I said, school supply list just came out. There's a lot of different costs associated depending on what grade you're in. I'll just say that if you were to click on the Amazon option for buying school supplies in one of our local school districts, it's $200 for school supplies. That's for the first grade. That's crazy. So if you go out and you shop from the 5th to the 14th, you don't have to pay the state sales tax on school supplies or clothes. Clothes alone, I buy clothes for my two-year-old and my six-year-old. That's no joke. I mean, you're looking at a couple hundred bucks, whether it's a school uniform, whether it's a pair of jeans, a hoodie for the fall and a coat for the winter. That's the time to do it, the 5th through the 14th sales tax holiday. And that's something that's bipartisan. Republicans and Democrats alike voted for it because they know that Illinois consumers need this and want this. State Senator Michael Hastings is with me today. Senator, you mentioned you've got young children. I do as well. Mine are seven and four. This is something that can help out, as you mentioned, as far as the clothing, you know, particularly at that age as they grow through sizes so quickly. This is going to be a big step that can help Illinois families. As far as education is concerned, this budget put additional money into K-12 through education in the state. Talk to us a little bit about that. Investing in our education is paramount. It's actually a constitutionally mandated provision that we fulfill our obligation to educate our children across the state. A couple of years ago, we passed what they call the evidence-based funding model, which levels the playing field across schools in Illinois. We've invested this year alone $350 million into Illinois schools and to ensure that the grades K through 12 have the necessary programs across the state to provide our children with a first-class education. If you're to look at the last four years, it's close to a billion dollars in education funding. It's so important that we continue to invest in this because it also helps offset our local school boards from having to raise the property taxes. So if the state invests more money into our school systems, it prevents our local districts from having to go ahead and increase the property taxes on their residents. And that's when you go door to door, you go block to block, you go neighborhood to neighborhood. That's what you hear. What are we doing? This is what we're doing. This is a bipartisan effort. It's not partisan. It affects everybody. And that's why it was so great that passed both chambers and the governor signed it into law. 
Public safety is also a very important subject. The General Assembly did some things in this year's budget addressing that, particularly with expressway cameras and the Illinois State Police. You go up I-57, there's no telling what's going to happen. Now, we've had shootings from I-57. I lost a neighbor here in the local community. She got shot coming home from the Sox game and died. Catching people on the expressway who think it's the Wild West is something that we have to do. People don't feel safe on the interstates anymore, so we invest in the interstate cameras so that we can actually catch those criminals that shoot folks indiscriminately on the expressway. We invested millions of dollars for three state police cadet classes. It's the largest in state history. We're going to hire and train 300 new troopers. We have to address the rising need of law enforcement officers across the state, particularly in the Chicago and the South Suburban metropolitan area. This is the largest cadet class in Illinois' history, and I'm proud that we're actually testing them right here in the South Suburbs at Lincoln Way North High School. And we're also working on turning that facility hopefully into the State Police Training Academy so that we can have these three cadet classes go out and patrol the streets. State Senator Michael Hastings on the podcast today. We're almost out of time for this episode. So, Senator, final thoughts on what the General Assembly accomplished with Senate Bill 157, what it means for families in Illinois, as well as some of the things you believe we still have to do, whether it's in the fall veto session or in the spring session. I think that residents across our state, when they start seeing some of the things that we did this past session in the Illinois General Assembly, they can be proud to know that their legislators are working for them. They're not just working for them in one little area. They're trying to provide relief to our neighbors to help them through this tough time. Coming off a pandemic isn't easy. And this is just one effort that we're doing to help people. As we move forward into the veto session, there's a lot of issues, whether that's a woman's right to choose her own health care decisions, or that's stemming gun violence. I think those two things outside of our cost of living issues that we're facing are two of the most important priorities. And I look forward to working with not only the Senate Democratic members, the Senate Republican members, but our House counterparts as well to getting the job done. State Senator Michael Hastings, as always, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Bobby, God bless you and your family. We'll talk to you soon.